the Bible and the Presidents. February is a presidential month for historically-minded Americans. And rightly so. Our first and truly great president. George Washington was born in February, February 11, 1732, Old Style Calendar, February 22, New Style. So too was Abraham Lincoln, perhaps our greatest and most beloved president of all, February 12, 1809. Their respective birthdays have been holidays in most states or at least one of them was. Now it's President's Day and it's supposed to include all of the presidents. The office of President of the United States has become a very powerful one. People are influenced no matter how much they may complain and deny it by what these men some great, some weak, and some mediocre say and do. The Grace Evangelical Society is interested in God's Word its teachings and its application to everyday life. A very large percentage of U.S. presidents, whether definitely known to be believers or not, have said and written some very worthwhile things about our favorite book. I have chosen remarks on the Bible from a handful of presidents during the three centuries in which there have been presidents of the United States. 18th Century George Washington, 1789-97 Above all, the pure and benign light of revelation has had ameliorating influence on mankind and increased the blessings of society. 19th Century John Quincy Adams, 1825-29 The first and almost the only book deserving of universal attention is the Bible. I speak as a man of the world, and I say to you, search the scriptures. Andrew Jackson, 1829-37 Upon hearing a man defaming God's word, Jackson rebuked him with the following well-chosen words. Sir, that book is the rock on which our republic rests. Abraham Lincoln, 1861-1865 Lincoln had devout Christian parents but apparently didn't become a believer till the darkest days of the Civil War. As a boy he read the Bible so much that his style was ever after heavily influenced by the King James Version. The following quotation is no doubt from the period before he found his faith. I am profitably engaged in reading the Bible. Take all of this book upon reason that you can and the balance by faith, and you will live and die a better man. Ulysses S. Grant, 1869-77 Grant was a man of integrity. As he was dying of cancer he wrote his memoirs, not for prestige, but so as not to leave his family in debt. He finished in time, the royalties saved the family from financial ruin. Grant wrote, Hold fast to the Bible as the sheet anchor of your liberties, write its precepts on your hearts and practice them in your lives. To the influence of this book we are indebted for the progress made, and to this we must look as our guide in the future. 20th Century William McKinley, 1897-1901 President McKinley was a genuine believer in Christ. His words are sorely needed by our currently biblically illiterate, Christian-bashing culture. The more profoundly we study this book and the more closely we observe its divine precepts, the better citizens we will become and the higher will be our destiny as a nation. Theodore Roosevelt, 1901-2009 Almost every man who by his life work added to the sum of human achievement of which the race is proud, of which our people are proud, almost every such man has based his life work largely upon the teachings of the Bible. Herbert Clark Hoover, 1929-33 
It was Hoover's misfortune to be presiding over the nation when the great stock market crash took place, though he was not responsible for it. Hoover did much to help the world's needy between the world wars. Whether it be of the law, business, morals, or that vision which leads the imagination and the creation of constructive enterprises for the happiness of mankind, he who looks for guidance in any of these things may look inside its covers and find illumination. We have read just a few presidential quotations powerful men speaking of the powerful book. If we had more space the list could be augmented at least fourfold. Since our newsletter has British Commonwealth readers as well as US, let's have a royal quotation for our Canadian and other Commonwealth friends. King George V, ruled 1910-36. His words are greatly needed in the British world today. It is my confident hope that my subjects may never cease to cherish their noble inheritance in the English Bible, which, in a secular sense, is the first of national treasures and is, in its spiritual significance, the most valuable thing that this world affords. Having dealt with men of power sufficiently, I would like to close with a few lines from one of North America's finest men of poetry. We search the world for truth, we call the good, the pure, the beautiful, from graven stone and written scroll, from the old flower fields of the soul, and, weary seekers for the best, we come back laden from our quest, to find that all the sages said is in the book our mothers read. John Greenleaf Whittier, 1807-92